Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and today I've got some Blackhawks news. I've got some NHL news for everybody, and I'm going to get right into it. But before I do, do me a favor. Give us a follow on Twitter. Our, uh, our Twitter is at Tomahawk Chicago. Give us a follow if you want to follow us personally, uh, at Mike Pre 57 and at Matt Ryback. So, I'm sorry, at Mateo Ryback. Yeah, he changes that. It's so funny. Matt's not on tonight. It's just me alone going solo. So, here we go. Jonathan Taves, the biggest news so far is Jonathan Taves has reported to camp and participated in the first 75-minute uh, practice session that they had today. And one thing I tried to been uh, predicting all, all summer is what line is he going to be on? Who's he going to be with? And he was skating with Hagel and Kubelik, which I thought was, was pretty predictable. I think that'd be a dangerous, a really great line. Um, in case this is the first time you're listening or didn't know, uh, Taves was out all last season with chronic immunoresponse syndrome. And he also tested positive for COVID-19 antibodies. So that's something that he's been dealing with. Um, and he looks to, be doing, uh, looks to be doing much better. His goal is to make it opening night, but he's taking it day by day, trying to get back into game day shape. He's in good physical shape from what some of the other players are saying, but he's not in, uh, in game day shape yet. So he's working on that. He's going to try and make it to the opening night game versus the Avalanche on October 13th. You know, talking about being thrown right into the fire, you know, not an easy game to to jump into and play. But we're really happy to have him back. It's so awesome. You know, he's he's been my favorite Blackhawk since he, him and Hosa were really my, my favorite Blackhawks for a long time. And, you know, I, I was really hard for me to, you know, kind of come to grips with the idea that, you know, some of my favorite players are, you know, are, are retiring. And I didn't think that Taves was really that far out for retirement. But since he's having such a hard time with his body, hopefully he can be, uh, you know, very useful for the team going forward. You know, a big thing that we have to worry about with him is how is he going to be managed? You know, what are they going to do? You know, Taves has typically been in all situations for the Blackhawks. He plays on the so the first line center roll, power play one, PK one, down two man advantage one. You know, he's in every situation. He uh, takes faceoffs in his own zone, takes faceoffs in the defensive zone. He takes them everywhere. Going forward, they're going to have to, they're going to have to change the way that they play Taves. I honestly believe that they should play him as a first line center, power play one, and then take it from there. Have some other players play on these other situations that he would play in and let him uh, try and build some, some chemistry with Hagel and Kubelik. Get what you can offensively out of him and let Kirby Doc grow into the number one center that everybody wants him to be. Uh, let him, I, I think that Kirby Doc should play at that third line center role so that he doesn't have much pressure. This is his first camp where he's not coming in with some kind of pre, uh, prior injury. His first year, he had a back injury that cut his camp short. And last year, he got a wrist injury that, that uh, well, he didn't even make it for the first half of the year, got rushed back and re-injured his wrist again. Luckily, he says he's 100%. He's ready to go. And we've got 
you know, are all of our centers ready to play. With the addition of Tyler Johnson, he could take the pressure off of Kirby Doc, let him play that first, I'm sorry, that second line center role. Kirby Doc play the third line center role. And as the season goes on and progresses, give Taves a little bit more responsibility. Maybe give Kirby Doc some of that responsibility on some of the lines that Taves is supposed to be on. As time goes on and Taves, his body starts to maybe wear down a little bit more because of father time, we can put him in that third line shutdown role maybe next year or the season after where he could excel at the the defensive aspect of the game, which he has always done. And then at that time, Kirby Doc will be ready to take that first line center uh, position uh, away from him and uh, and take those responsibilities. I think that would be great. Uh, Taves, I think, has a lot more years left to play in this league, especially if he's utilized right. So game management, Kaladin's got to play him smart. You know, he can't be playing, you know, 24 minutes a night. I would say maybe start him off with about seven, 16, 17 minutes a night and see how it goes and see how, how he feels. So that's where I'm at with, um, with the Jonathan Taves uh, situation right now. Moving on to Jack Eichel has been stripped of his captaincy and placed on the IR. The Sabres initially wanted rest and, rest and relaxation for his neck. And now they have opted to, that they are open for the fusion, fusion surgery for his neck. Eichel wants to get an artifice, artificial disc put into his neck, but that's never been done for an, for an NHL player before. And the Sabres don't want to do that. So they're very weary. Um, Eichel says he does not want to be a, a distraction for the team. So he's going to continue to do his rehab um, at another location so that he's not you know, kind of, I guess, walking around, distracting everybody. Um, Kevin Adams, you know, I think has, has done a terrible, a terrible job with this whole situation. Here's a quote from him as of right now. What I would say is we're open to a trade with Jack Eichel. Like I said before, with any player, how do we make our organization better? We have a plan. We are going to stick to our plan in the short term, a little bit medium, and then longer term, we're going to stick to it. I'm not going to get into predicting the future. What I can say is when it's the right time that we have a solution, we're going to make the right decision. That's, I, th- I think that's a very laughable comment from this guy, considering how bad he's blown this situation with Eichel. If he could have asked for something reasonable during the tra- last year, in the offseason, at, you know, at free agency, when that opened up, at the draft, this guy could have gotten a pretty good return for Jack Eichel instead of asking the world. Now, what's he going to do? He's got a player. He's got a $10 million guy who needs surgery, hasn't had it yet, wants out of the organization. So he has no bargaining chips whatsoever. Who knows what he's going to get in return? Brutal. Absolutely brutal in, uh, in Buffalo. I'm surprised this guy still has a job, to be honest with you. but. Uh, Brutal. I don't know where Eichel's going to go. A lot of people think he's going to go to, he's going to go to Los Angeles. You know, that's, that's possible. You know, maybe even Ottawa. I don't think so. They're trying to build something from the ground up. He's hurt. He needs surgery. He needs to rebound back. So, I mean, that gives him time to do it, but is Buffalo going to have to retain some salary? You know, we'll see, but uh, that has not, that situation has not gotten any better yet. 
So moving on to the Blues, Tarasenko has reported to practice and says he is 100% healthy. He's had three shoulder surgeries since 2017. He's been injuring them, re-injuring them, hadn't having to get surgery, hasn't been 100%. He asked for a trade out, but he has been skating with the boys. He's been skating with his teammates for about the past month. Ryan O'Reilly says that he's bought in. He says that he's going to give 100% to the team while he's with the team. And that's all that he's, he's concerned about right now. But he wants a trade. He was skating on a line with Brandon Saad and Robert Thomas. You know, that could be a pretty, uh, a, a pretty solid line right there. But it's really brutal as a Blackhawks fan to see Brandon Saad in a Blues jersey. You know, um, maybe we could have gotten a deal for him to come back for a third time. But who knows, man? You know, it's just, uh, it's just crazy to think that, to think of Brandon Saad in a Blues jersey. I'd, uh, it's just brutal. Backstrom is week to week with the Capitals. He's recovering from hip surgery. He's missing the start of training camp and is practically week to week. When he does come back, he's going to need some time to get his body acclimated, get back into it, and then uh, and then start playing again. It is blatantly obvious that this Capitals team, I don't think, is going to make the playoffs this year. They've got a lot of uh, aging stars that are really, really showing uh, the wear on the tires. And I just don't see this team being who they were before. And moving forward, I think that the only thing that they're really worried about is getting Alex Ovechkin as many goals as he can to try to pass Wayne Gretzky's record. So um, I, I guess, you know, whatever. I'm not at, I'm, I'm not at liberty to say what they're what their intentions are, but it's, cl- it's clear that's what they want. Um, I don't see them going very far this year. A uh, surprise to me, Austin Matthews had surgery on his wrist on August 13th. And this is another thing that we mentioned in our last podcast was a lot of players and a lot of, um, a lot of surgeries going on later on in, in the summer. You know, I would have thought that something like this would have been taken care of Right after they got kicked out of the playoffs at the at the beginning of the of of sp- or middle of spring practically, uh, he began skating last week but isn't participating at the beginning of camp. He's hoping to be ready for the for the season opener. Um, you know, it's just brutal, man. It's just brutal that these players aren't getting the stuff taken care of ahead of time, especially for Toronto. You know, they need as much time to as they can to you know to gel this team together. So. Uh, John Tavares is, is 100%. That's good news for the team. We've got their captain at least back. Uh, with, you know, he was having concussion issues. He had some concussion issues after that hit from Corey Perry last year and, uh, and a minor knee injury. But, but still, he's back 100%. He's ready to go. He's ready to get, uh, get, get, the, get the party started over there. And, um, but Austin Matthews is, is nursing a, a bad wrist right now. Moving on to Vancouver, Elias Peterson and Quinn Hughes were not at the start of camp for conditioning testing. They are unresigned, restricted free agents, and they're trying to get a new contract. Peterson missed the last 30 games of the season last year with an injured wrist, and Quinn Hughes had a hell of a season last year. Um, on, the, on the blue line, I believe he scored 41 points for, uh, for Vancouver. Now, here's something that I, I really don't understand. Look, I know that you want a contract. I know that you want, you want the money, you want to get paid. Rasmus Stalin got three years, 18 million yesterday. You know Quinn Hughes is asking for some cash. I would think that he's asking for something in the $8 million range. Uh, I think he's a better defenseman than uh, Rasmus Dahlin. 
But uh, you know, we need to get some. Uh, we need to get some some bridge deals here going, just just to see if he's really the real deal. Give him uh, three years at seven million. You know why not? I think that's a good wage, considering what uh, Quinn Hughes has done at this point. Elias Peterson is their number one center. Uh, I would say maybe give him another bridge deal at six point five and see how he does. But the same thing is going on in Ottawa. We've got guys who who have a contract currently and are looking are, are looking to to sit out because they haven't gotten their their next contract yet. Look. You sign the dotted line, you're under contract, you've got money coming in, you're getting paid, and, and you're not reporting to, to camp. Look, I think, it's, I, I think that if, if you sign the dotted line, you need to show up. You need to show up because you are currently under contract. And, and these young guys doing this, you know, so early in their careers, you know, I just don't, I don't agree with it. I, th- I think that it's kind of brutal, and um, but we'll see where it does. But I'm predicting it right now. Elias Peterson, uh, you know, actually, I'm going to say he's get, he gets 7.5. Quinn Hughes gets eight, and uh, we'll take it from there. Maybe uh, five years, five years terms for each. Uh, that's what I'm calling right now. But but hey, guys, um, that's what I've got for you tonight. Camps are just starting. There's a lot of information coming out. Um, really, really excited that there's some hockey going on. Hockey back. The dog days are over. It's the second day of fall, which means we're even closer and closer to getting to some some opening day hockey. Like I mentioned, Blackhawks game is uh, October 13th, opening day. It's like practically you know 20 days away so it's not too long uh do us a favor if you haven't subscribed to the podcast do us a favor and do it subscribe to it hit it it won't hurt you we really appreciate everybody listening we really appreciate everybody coming in you know week after week and and listening to us well thank you so much you know we're having a great time doing this podcast we're gonna have a great time doing it this year uh got some some really cool stuff coming up i'm planning some watch parties on an app that I have, what I do is I'll send you a link. You can hit the link. You create an account. It's free. You know, no big deal. And we can sit down and and have a build a community with the Tomahawk and watch some hockey games together. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think it'd be really cool. There's going to be a lot of games on ESPN Plus this year on ESPN. I'm sure there's going to be some on ESPN too for everyone who's nostalgic like myself. And some games on USA and TNT. It's going to be really, really cool. I can't wait. Um, those are just for the national games for the Blackhawks. Obviously, they're still going to be on NBC Sportsnet Chicago, the regional affiliate. And um, that's all that I got for you guys tonight. Thank you so much. I'll catch you guys on the next one. I'm re- oh, by the way, I'm releasing an article um, this weekend, kind of somewhat reiterating what I mentioned about Jonathan Taves. Uh, I've got some information on there about uh, Tyler Johnson and, uh, and Kirby Doc. But do me a favor, check it out. I'm going to drop it on Saturday. Okay, so I've got some Saturday listening for everybody. Thanks again. Thanks once again. And take it easy, everybody. This is Pre, and I'm out of here.